This is the Scoop for Wednesday. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. State lawmakers will discuss bills related to housing in Florida in the upcoming legislative session starting next week. As WMFE's Liliana Hernandez Carabajo reports, two of the bills could help Florida renters and homeowners amid record high housing costs. House Bill 31 would require landlords to provide air conditioning for tenants. It also caps rent increases at 30 percent. House Bill 41 proposes a grant program to help homeowners get through Florida's property insurance crisis. State Representative LaVon Bracey Davis, a Democrat representing Orlando's District 40, says it's needed to help with skyrocketing living costs. I've had several conversations with the Commissioner on Insurance and talked with some other legislators to have a program where Floridians can apply for money that would help with their insurance rates that have just, you know, sometimes in my case, doubled. Republicans hold a supermajority in the Florida House and Senate. The 2024 legislative session starts January 9. In Orlando, I'm Lilian Hernandez Caravaggio. Habitat for Humanity Greater Orlando and Osceola County is taking applications for new homes in 2024. WMFE's Lilian Hernandez Caravaggio has more. Chief Operating Officer Jennifer Gallagher says Habitat will be accepting 500 applications, though that doesn't mean they will be building 500 homes. Gallagher says that is a set number. It's expensive to build a home. It's expensive to have homeownership. And so through the community's support, we're able to build a certain number of homes each year. And based on uh, how many homes we have is how many folks we can take into our program. To qualify, applicants need to meet income restrictions, be willing to volunteer some hours, and have a minimum 650 credit score. Anyone interested is encouraged to visit HabitatOrlando.org starting January 2nd. In Orlando, I'm Lilian Hernandez Caraballo. Lilian Hernandez Caraballo is a report for AmeriCorps member. The Broward County School Board is considering shifting some schools to a four-day week. WLRN's Broward County reporter Gerard Albert III has this report. The school board is thinking about a trial program for at least one school in each district to try a four-day week. The move comes after the continued success of Pompano Beach High, which is consistently an A-rated school. Under their model, students attend classes from Monday to Thursday for more than eight hours a day. Then they use Friday to do internships or take extracurricular classes. Still, students hoping to attend Pompano Beach High have to apply and meet certain academic criteria to get in. Critics of the four-day week argue this is the reason for the school's success, not the schedule. Another proposal the board will consider next month is starting the school year a week earlier in August. That's in order to have the first semester end before the holiday winter break next year. I'm Gerard Albert III in Fort Lauderdale. When Hurricane Adalia made landfall in Florida's Big Bend region, it provided a real-world test for a team of researchers at University of Florida's Institute for Food and Agricultural Sciences. Starting in 2017, they created three living shoreline projects in Cedar Key to demonstrate how a more natural approach to coastal resiliency could be effective. Living shorelines include marsh plants that are adaptable to tidal highs and lows, mangroves, upland grasses typically seen on sand dunes in Florida, and even offshore structures that attract oyster colonization. Dr. Savannah Berry is a Florida Sea Grant agent at the UF IFAS Nature Coast Biological Station in Cedar Key. They're basically a way that we can rely on nature and natural features to reduce some of the hazards that are related to erosion, sea level rise, and even storms. 
But Dr. Berry says they aren't necessarily designed to protect the coast from major landfalling hurricanes. Because we didn't originally design these as hurricane-ready projects, we weren't entirely sure how well they would perform. But because we're at a university and we're a research institution, we saw an opportunity to collect some data about how well they would perform in an event like this. So they installed wave gauges to measure wave energy at those sites during Idalia's landfall, and they found a 15 to 20 percent reduction compared to adjacent areas. Dr. Berry says living shorelines cost roughly 10 percent of a hardened shoreline. So this hope is the data will inform future shoreline protection projects. For the weather, it will be cool and cloudy in the Tampa Bay area. Light rain this morning with highs around 69. Lows tonight will be in the upper 50s. Tomorrow, we'll have rain most of the day with highs in the mid-60s. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.